Hello and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And I'm not John. You know, like, people are going to think that my name is actually John and that you're actually Gino. It doesn't matter. They don't need to know. We're, we're, uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, where things are all smushed together. It begins with a C. Androgyny? No. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know. Cordyceps. No. No. Um, uh, Contagious. Oh, yes, we're contagious. Collaborative? Cooperative? No. Cantankerous? No, we're getting we nowhere here. I was trying to look up the word, and I'm getting nowhere. We're, we're like those things on... Rick and Morty that are all... Oh, like a hive mind? Uh, sure. We're a hive mind now. We are a hive mind. That's not what I was going for. But then I, I was thinking of the... Uh, the where the, That episode with the, the the love potion that turns everybody into the... The monster things. Oh, Cronenberg. Yes. But that's not what I was trying to think of originally. That's just where I was going. All right, so tangent for the day is done. Okay, yeah, we're done. We're going to go in for a tight 90 right here. All right. So, um, this is Media, uh, Media Monday Show. That's what it is. Uh, episode 21, uh, to be released on 11-5-2018. Yeah. And... episodes. Yeah. We're... We're coming up on like a year, and I'm going to have to pay like full price for the domain. So, that's like $15. It was like a dollar when I first got it. And I was all like, oh, we're not going to do this for a whole year. <laughs> yeah. So, I won't have to renew it. But we'll see. We still, I guess we'll we still see. got like a couple episodes to crap out on. Yeah, we'll see. But, um, but, yeah, uh, let's go ahead and get into the meat of the episode. All right. So, uh, should we talk about the Fantasy Movie League? No, let's not talk about that. No? No, let's go we'll just skip that this week. <laughs> you're, you're beating me now. Did you look at today's? I, I actually did, and it said that I was in um, third, I think. Yeah. So you, did you drop down? Yeah, I'm in fourth now. Nice. You're ahead of me by like 13 grand. Nice. Nice. In a game of millions. That's, that's 17 fun. grand. 17 grand, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's been a lot of things going on. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody apparently did more, like, did better than what I was expecting it to. Yeah. Um, Nutcracker did a lot worse than I was expecting it to, but I didn't put that in my thing anyway. Okay. Becca uh, did, and she's still beating you. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. It still made more money than, like, my other stuff, but it just didn't make as high as what I was, you know, thinking it would have. Right. Uh, apparently it's number one in China right now. Okay. The Nutcracker is? Yeah, it made $7 million in China. Okay. 
that is that a lot? Uh, I think for China, yeah, I think it's pretty good. Like I think it broke records. Like the five people who are allowed to see movies have uh, bought tickets to the Nutcracker? I, I think seven. I think it's a million dollars a ticket. <laughs> um, but yeah, so because uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was not released in China. No? Okay. No, they have a very, they have a very different uh, uh, release structure when it comes to foreign film. Okay. And I don't think, for whatever reason, Bohemian Rhapsody was not on the, the list this time around. Bohemian Rhapsody opened to like 12 million last weekend in the UK. And then did a worldwide opening this week and is doing pretty well. Yeah. It, it's it's not pretty well. I think it's what, 50 million worldwide? I don't know. I think it's done fair. I think the thing is, like, you know, late October, November movies, um, they don't usually do great. It's not, like, primo time. Like, usually late November is when you start getting out, like, Christmas movies and stuff. Right. Um, and because this is early November, I, I that's why I knew that The Nutcracker wasn't going to do well. Because if it was going to be, like, a good movie, they would have held it off and released it, like, you know, around Thanksgiving. Yeah, I agree. And they did not do that. It's like, oh, okay. So, so Disney is is making uh, making a lot of room. Um, but yeah, apparently uh, it had a hundred and thirty million dollar budget, and it made twenty million dollars opening weekend. Okay. Well, there's not going to be the Nutcracker two. Well, no, they were expecting to do an entire like extended universe. Oh, really? It. it was yeah. It was it's Nutcracker in the four realms and. They're going to do, like, their whole, like, uh, oh, what was it? The uh, Alice in Wonderland thing, where it's, like, a retelling, and they're oh. going to have sequels and sequels. Okay. I bet you, I bet you money, Disney's not going to do that. Yeah. Disney's cutting that shit loose. That mouse ain't no fool. Either that, or they're going to make it really cheap next time. I mean, that's also true. They could do something within the universe that only costs, like, a few million dollars. Or release it as a television series on its uh, platform in two years. True. We can do that as well. Alright, so that's Fantasy Movie League. Anything else yeah. there? Rick forgot to do his picks. He told me that yesterday. He didn't do awful. I know, I was all like, I was like, you still got like a full set of, <laughs> of, uh, of movies there. He, he made money. He was in the negative. Yep. So that's good. Your brother did phenomenal. Yeah. He's up there. I think he's just $6 million behind like a perfect bracket. Well, that's just because the uh, perfect bracket is all uh, Bohemian Rhapsody and then Venom. And he's got two Venoms. Yeah. Who would have thought Venom would be like the, the big money one? Well, that's just because it's cheap. As far as like I'm still making money, yeah, yeah. It was eighty bucks. I don't know. I think how much did it do? Uh, seven point nine million. That's That's, not bad. That's better than yeah. Nutcracker did in China. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I was, I don't know. It may stay that way. I'm hoping uh. 
the one that I picked, uh, Susperia. I'm hoping that turns around and becomes the big money. Yeah, things things will change. It's actually kind of amazing, like how quickly they call it. Right. Things will change at the last minute. Like uh, two weeks ago, I really thought I was doing awful, and it turned out I did great. Yeah. And then and then last week had that hiccup, where for a minute there, everything was all Johnny English. Yes, which was like <laughs> unbelievable. Like really, that many people are seeing Johnny English? Wow. And then it was all like, ah, oh, nope, never mind. That's not what we no, meant. No, no, no. <laughs> because I was like, these numbers don't make sense. I don't know what the algorithm is, but it is incorrect. That was funny. Anyway. Yeah, let's go ahead and get some news. All right. You filled um, this, so what do you got? Uh, there's a Matrix reboot uh, on the horizon. It's not, it's not confirmed yet, but what is confirmed is the Wachowskis are not attached to it in any way, shape, or form. They're not writing it. They're not directing it. Okay. not producing it. Nothing. I'm okay with that. Yeah, and also in a connected storyline, uh, the Wachowskis have closed their whole production office because they have no work on Horizon. They have uh, no movies, no television, no nothing. Uh, so they actually closed up. They sold their building and everything. That's... That's kind of sad. Yeah. Um, like, the most recent thing they did, I think, was Sense8. I saw, like, a few episodes of it. It's not my thing, but it was good. Yeah, yeah. We, we watched it. Becca watched it. it. Um, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Um, but it's not... I don't know. They're kind of a... The things they do are kind of special. I think the Wachowskis need to focus on just smaller budget stuff. That way, you know, the margins are closer and, you know, focus on telling a story or something as opposed to, I don't know. They, they just got too big, I think. Maybe. They, they rode the coattails of the Matrix for a little too long. And, like, Cloud Atlas, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great or bad. <laughs> it was just a movie, you know? I didn't know they were. that was them. I think it is. I went to that movie on a date and I fell asleep. Yeah. It, but I yeah, went to... You probably got the best experience. I went, <laughs> the, the theater I went to has, like, um, like love seat couches as uh-huh. the... As, like, the seating. So it's, like, yeah. two of us sitting on this couch, and it was comfy, and I just, I fell asleep. Like, is it awkward if, like, the person sitting next to you, you don't know? Like, you have to spoon them? Um. You have to do the popcorn? I don't know. I never went to that to theater by myself or anything, or okay. or in an odd number. I always went on a date, so. Okay. If I wasn't on a date, I'd go to a different theater. Ah, gotcha. Okay, so it's the date night. Right. Got it. Got it. Copy. Um, And similar news also, Johnny Depp has been confirmed to not have any involvement with uh, Pirates of the Caribbean animated reboot. Okay. I'm kind Uh, of okay with that too, although it sounds like it's just going to be cheaper and not have him. Instead of... Oh, I'm sure they save a lot of money by not having him. It's just kind of sad in the sense that he seemed to really love that character. And, you know... I don't know. I think it's easy to recreate. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's a pretty big universe, and they can do a lot with it. Um, but I think. Do you think it'll be on their streaming service? Probably. Because that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're building up a lineup for that, and that's a way to cut a lot of money. Yeah. Um, um, let's see. Um, and, yeah, there wasn't much news-wise the past two weeks. Uh, we already covered the Nutcracker. It flopped, only making uh, $20 million on a $130 million budget. Mm-hmm. Um, and in other news, Jonah Hill, he made it to the Five Timers Club. What's the Five Timers Club? Uh, oh, on Saturday Night, uh, Saturday Night Live? On Saturday Night Live, it's where you've hosted five times. Okay. And there's some people like uh, Alec Baldwin, John Goodman, and Steve Martin that have, you know, they've hosted, you know, probably close to 20 times. Yeah. Uh, but it's pretty rare for people to host more than five times. And Jonah Hill's made it. I don't think I've seen a single episode that he's been in. No. <laughs> but... That being said, you know, I, I really think that, like, I don't know, sometimes the five-timers people are better than all the others. Oh, Tom Hanks, he's another one. He's, he's in the five-timers club. Okay. Paul Simon. Um, let's see. There's a couple other people. Gotcha. But it also counts as if you're the performing act, too. Okay. So it's, it's, it's double duty if you have hosted and performed. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, like Justin so Timberlake in that's the, the way that works. Okay, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of all there is, like news wise. Okay, so next thing would be to jump into uh, what news coming out. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that uh, that I watched that. I'm gonna put that in here down here, so we bring that up. But uh, yeah, what I'm what I'm mentioning is the. Uh, there was that Adam Sandler stand-up oh, yeah, special. Yeah. You mentioned that a couple days ago. Um, and uh, in the same lines, there's a John Leguizamo stand-up special coming. I like his stand-up. He's he's a pretty good performer. Like uh, Freak is one of my all-time favorite one-man shows. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I agree it was pretty good. And so I, I'm. I'm interested to see if uh, if this Netflix show is going to be any good. I'm sure it's, it's going to be a... fine. I mean, their comedy stuff is usually yeah. good. It's all about getting a big name. Uh, I feel like they're bringing out these older names that uh, they haven't done anything really in a while. But Yeah, I don't know if they're getting them cheaper or if there's like an algorithm of like, uh, you know, these are the people that, you know... Well, the Netflix subscribers want to see. Yeah, so like, I mean, the demographic of people who are watching Netflix are like you and me who watch these. We watched their stand up when we were younger. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, so let's see here. Moving on, there's a show called West Side. Uh, it's kind of a reality show. Um, about. A uh, group of people making music, like uh, musicals or like um, an album, like writing songs and things. Okay, that could be interesting. Yeah, um, it's not like a competition show. It's a it's an unscripted. I don't know. It's, it's just documentary style. Yes, 
but more more reality show than documentary show. Okay. Uh, however, as far as documentaries go, I thought I'd mention this. Normally, I don't mention documentaries, uh, but there's a six-part series about dogs. Okay. Um, about yeah, and it's called Dogs, and uh, I saw like a video for it yesterday, and uh, it looked kind of interesting, so I thought I'd mention it. There, yeah. there's an ad on my my Facebook page. I don't. My Facebook ads have gotten really weird since I got married. Yeah, it's all like, um, I don't know. I get articles that are all like, twenty one gadgets, and and that's 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 probably just me. They they're mm-hmm. like Gino likes gadgets, and uh, and then I get like things for like erectile dysfunction, and I was like, what do you know? <laughs> well, because like it knows that you refer to Netflix and nap. Netflix and nap. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. And anyway, that's my Facebook ads. That and apparently dogs. Nice. No. <laughs> Maybe the, are the dogs causing the erectile dysfunction? No. Don't look at me like that, Mia. Know. Mia's staring at me. Makes my penis go, ooh. Anyway. She knows. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, there's that documentary. Uh, and that all comes out, like, within the next week. Uh, the following week on, uh, like, the 16th, there's a show called The Kaminsky Method. And... Um, I mean, that sounds familiar. I have no idea what it is, though. It's from the creators of uh, Big Bang Theory. And, um, and it, uh, it stars, um, oh, I can't remember, I can't think of his name at the moment. I'll, I'll look this up. Uh, Michael Douglas. Oh, really? And, uh, Alan Arkin. Um, I know his face. But I didn't know his name. Um, but yeah, uh, and it's like they're they're two like really old people, and like their relationship and things like that, like best friend sort of. It's it's old timey best friend time. I don't know. That's okay. Yeah, I uh, I guess. Um, So it looks pretty good. Um, like it's it's got the the comedy of like Big Bang Theory without the laugh track. Okay. And um, but it's 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 got like the sentimental side as well. I don't know. Well, yeah, and it's obviously going for the an older generation too. Yeah. But I think I'll watch that. Oh, yeah, I might check it out. I don't know. I mean, I've I've kind of been hit and miss when it comes to Netflix just simply because I don't like to be bombarded with trailers. Right. But you can go in and hit search and search for specific things and not get trailers and things like that. Yeah, but then I have to be like setting out to be like, okay, I'm going to watch exactly this. Right, which is why I'm saying there's the Kaminsky method. If you want to watch that, you can go in and type in Kaminsky. Okay, great to know. Great to know. <laughs> 
Uh, Narcos is on like their third season, but it's like a spinoff. It's Narcos Mexico. Yeah. Um, is it now? This is a movie, right? It's like no, no. Parker. It's a series. Oh, okay, it's a new series. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. And it's uh oh, it's just following like drug cartel stuff in Mexico instead of you know Pablo yeah. Escobar. Yeah. I mean that series Narcos has like come a long way and everything. A lot of people really love that. Yeah. It's not my thing, but... Yeah, it, it, it just makes sense. Like, I've thought about checking it out, but it's I've never really felt like that. I, I'm in a, I don't know. I watch Breaking Bad, and I currently watch Better Call Saul. That kind of gets me my fix for that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, that um, day, we've got the, the reboot, the renew, the new, uh, whatever, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. Yeah, it comes out the 13th. Does it? It does. It's, uh, I saw a thing actually on the news today, and uh, it said that it's coming out three days before it was actually announced. Okay. Uh, originally. Nice. So it was originally announced for the 16th, so instead it's coming out the 13th for whatever reason. I'm cool with that. Yeah, my, my daughter's actually discovered here recently uh, my wife's classic vintage She-Ra doll collection. Okay. And so they are aware of She-Ra. And so I'm kind of excited about this because it's something my wife can actually watch with them. That's cool. Because she watched it, you know, back in the, the 80s. And she had, like, all of the toys. Yeah. And my daughters have been playing with the toys here recently. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. So I'm, I'm actually excited to tell Sarah that this is a thing. Okay. You haven't mentioned it to her yet? Yeah. No? What's that? I said you haven't mentioned it to her yet? No, this is the first I've known about it. I saw the news today. <laughs> okay. About the schedule. <laughs> and I don't often look at the doc unless I'm uh, adding something to it. I don't necessarily scroll through the doc. Right, gotcha. Now, I knew about this like a month ago. I've been excited about it since. Yeah, then. it was news like, to me. Okay, gotcha. I thought you yeah, knew yeah. about it too. Like, I thought... Okay. No. Fair enough. No, today, today is the first that I've heard about it, and I was going to add it to the doc that, oh, She-Ra's coming, and it's coming three days earlier. And it's like, oh, she already has it on there. I'll just put a little note for the side. Okay. Nice. Okay. Uh, so that kind of wraps it up for Netflix. Uh, Amazon has Kung Fu Panda Village. Yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised. I thought uh, Netflix had a contract with DreamWorks for the Kung Fu Panda stuff. I thought so too. Um, let me see here. I let's see here. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've seen it advertised on my Fire Stick, so I'm I'm certain that it's coming out. And it is a DreamWorks thing, so yeah. Um, yeah, I guess they don't have an exclusive. Yeah, it's like a Power Ranger style thing, though, from what I can tell. Okay, like it's a bunch of pandas that have special abilities and they have like you know color differentials like there's the dragon warrior there's the probably the the ox warrior there's the okay warrior so it probably doesn't have like poe like the main i mean it might but i kind of actually doubt it i think yeah it's kind of a continuation of the third movie gotcha that makes sense yeah 
And I don't know. I probably will let my kids watch that. Uh, they like all the movies. They watch the television series on Netflix. So, you know, it's it's all good. It's it's usually pretty good messages, and it's about you know Taoist things, and I'm cool with that. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Hulu has a show coming. That's a it's a BBC show. Um, the they're bringing to the states is called the Bisexual. Um, yeah. it's about a girl who gets out of a ten year relationship and then uh, is all like, "Well, I'm bisexual. I'll try dating guys as well as girls." And it's kind of awkward because of the lack of experience and um, I don't know. Uh, apparently it hasn't done real well, but it could be okay. okay. Here's, here's my issue. I think that everybody in the world is to some degree bisexual. Okay. So there's not anything actually special about being bisexual. I don't know. Like, I personally don't want to have sex with men, but I can at least say that, oh, that guy's really handsome. Or, you right. know, he's really sexy. Or watching porn. It's like, he's got a good dick. Okay. Um, and it's it's not necessarily, uh, but also you know at the same time you know, I definitely would go you know gay for pay or something you know it's like oh five thousand dollars to blow you yes I will <laughs> I'll wait until the check clears but yes I will um, dollars to blow me sure you can <laughs> but uh I don't know like uh, the the novelty of the sh- of the show isn't that. That, oh man, someone's bisexual. It's the the they're they're introdu- they're they're coming out to themselves as bisexual, basically, and and they're yeah, and they're, they're uh, dating and discovery. I, I get that right, and and I'm coming out of it like special. I understand the the coming out of a long time relationship and then starting to date again, and that being awkward. And I can't imagine. Oh, yeah. Suddenly dating the opposite sex along with that, having yeah, never I, I, done that. I can't imagine the whole dating scene right now in of itself. Like, I, I mean, Sarah's stuck with me just simply because I'm lazy and I don't want to do. <laughs> I uh, there um, like there's a scene where she's like trying to give a guy a hand job, and she's like, "I'm sorry, I don't know how to do this with my hands." I uh, I'll just do it with my mouth. That's fine. And he's all like, "No, no, don't do that." <laughs> and like, there's that awkwardness of, yeah. So, um, I don't know. There, there were some good scenes that that made it seem funny. It, yeah, it might be worth walking it's, watching. It's Hulu original, right? Well, Hulu original by I mean, uh, in the same way like Wanderlust or. Uh, okay, yeah, whatever uh, things that have already aired in the UK are being brought to the U states. The U states. The U states. <laughs> uh, the U states over there. Here's a, here's a show for you. Enjoy it. Huh? It's about a bisexual person who enjoys <laughs> sex with both the men and the women. You states, you will enjoy it. Uh yeah. Anyway. So, um, that's that show on Hulu. Uh, HBO has a few shows uh, coming over the next couple weeks. Um, first, there's a there's a Sesame Street special. Uh, when you wish upon a pickle. Oh, 
Are, are you sure it's not like uh, real sex? Like, are they not bringing you back real sex <laughs> and calling it when you wish upon a pickle? Uh, Sesame Street special. It's it's that'd be awesome. Like, I would watch Puppet Real Sex. I, in fact, I probably have actually. What was that movie? The The Happy Time Murders. That was that was yeah. Puppet Real Sex. Yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what that is. Um. There's a show called Room 104. It's a it's a anthology series like uh, like Black Mirror or whatever, where they have different stories each uh, episode, and they all happen in this one room in this hotel. Okay, well that's so uh, like uh, or room room what is it 1408? Like the John Cusack Stephen King thing. Uh, a bunch of murders that, like a b- bunch of murders or suicides or deaths that have happened okay. in one room, and the room is haunted. Uh, more that. like four rooms, the movie, four rooms, but all in one room. Okay. <laughs> so, one room, four times. That's what 104 is. Yes. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I, I might check that out if it's, you know, not... Too weird. And then there's a, a British like show, uh, Sally Forever, um, about I don't know. I can't. I watched the trailer and I'm not really sure what it's about. Uh, it's about like a a woman meeting some some other woman that seems much more fancy and uh, like has a better life and stuff. And then that all kind of breaks down. I think. Okay. But anyway, yeah, that's... I, I don't really know what it's about. I watched the trailer and I was like, I don't know. Uh, it, it didn't really it didn't really jump out to me either, so... Well, and it, it runs on like a Tuesday night. For an HBO show on a Tuesday night, that's not... They don't they don't seem to have the, the best... Yeah, I, I think HBO is just like getting stuff because they're going to gear up for the final season of uh, Game of Thrones... Uh, I bet you Westworld will be canceled at some point soon. Yeah. Because J.J. Abrams does not know how to do television. And, yeah, so they're, I bet you they're trying to fill up their lineup. Yeah. And just kind of greenlighting a few extra And, and like, uh, since AT&T just bought them, they're all like, AT&T's all like, you need to put out more. Yeah, probably. That, no, that's true. Like, the, the, like there was a, a statement from, like, AT&T... Head that was like, and we're gonna put out more content and. HBO's like we are. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, I mean, if you compare it to like the just sheer scale that Netflix is releasing stuff, like all the other ones really have trouble competing combined. You know. Right. Yeah. You know, HBO, Amazon, and. Uh, Hulu, like if you break it down, you know, nine times out of ten, we're talking mostly about Netflix new releases. That's true, yeah. Than it is anything else. So, yeah, I uh, just, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so let's let's move on to some movies. Uh, Netflix has some streaming movies coming out in the next couple weeks. Uh, there's the Outlaw King. Have you seen anything about this? I actually haven't. No, it sounds like something that's up my alley. Uh, it stars um, Chris Pine. Yeah. 
and um, he plays uh, Robert the Bruce. Was uh, let's see, Robert the Bruce was king of the Scots. Yeah, he's he's the character that was in Braveheart. Was he? Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, he was he was he was that guy. He was the guy that had the the dad that was all deformed and everything. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen any Braveheart. So you need to watch Braveheart once a year, every year <laughs> on its birthday to celebrate the magic that is Scottish people. Oh, I gotta watch that on uh, St. Patrick's Day, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's that's the Scottish holiday, right? Yeah, that's yeah. That it doesn't matter. It's just you, as long as you're drinking, it's all good. They don't care how you celebrate it. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, so that's that's coming out. That I watched the trailer for that. And I was like, that looks like a real movie. Yeah, yeah, it looks good. Um, like compared to your normal Netflix movies, so yeah. Uh, I don't know that I'll watch it. Um, I'm not a big like medieval war kind of person. Um, I sometimes I get a uh, I get an itch for it. And I, I like that kind of stuff sometimes. Um, I, I do prefer, like, fantasy-based stuff that's in that time period. But then again, you know, it's it's good to watch something that's, like, based upon true stories right. or, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because it's like, oh, wow, people back then were still fucked up. <laughs> all right. Uh, following week, there's uh, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, uh, me it's too. It's kind of a mashup between two of my favorite things. I love westerns. And the Coen brothers are excellent. Like, they're, I think, the best writers of dialogue in It looks pretty good. History. And pretty funny. It's a, it's a comedy. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, uh, comedy westerns are actually some of my favorite. I was really disappointed in uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Right. Because it's hard to mess up a comedy western to the point where people are just like, oh, wow, this is just complete trash. Because, I mean, I, I like the Cherokee Kid with Sinbad. Mm-hmm. I like Lightning Jack with Paul Hogan. You know, I seriously had, <laughs> like, the Ridiculous Six with, like, Adam Sandler. I didn't hate it. It wasn't good, but I didn't hate it. You know, it's just one of those things, it's hard to mess up a Western comedy, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, so, yeah, that looks pretty good. Um, I think I'll watch that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely check that out. It I may have to like watch it by myself. Becca's, Becca doesn't like Westerns. So, yeah, because she's the anti-John, right? <laughs> uh, there's also a movie called Cam coming. It's uh, Cam Girls. Seems like she's getting replaced by someone identical. Um, I don't know. It's it's not as big as budget as these other two. Yeah, I think it's the whole like most of the, most of the story takes place in front of like a computer. Yeah, those are cheap there's- movies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally can film it with a webcam. It's got to be cheap. So that that's the streaming movies. Uh, coming out on the 9th, as far as actual movies go, we've got The Grinch. Yep, releasing in time for the holiday season. Yep. Uh, how are you feeling about this, this iteration of uh, The Grinch? I mean, it's been done and done and done again. Um, I like Benedict Cumberbatch, but I don't know. I don't at this point. I really don't care. I think my kids would enjoy it. I think they'd find it a lot of fun. Yeah, 
I think that's what the whole point is. Like, this is a movie to take your family to. Right. Um, and, like, the Jim Carrey live-action one. It's I like it. I think it's funny. But it's still a little bit farther out there. I think... I don't know. Uh, and this is done by the same people that did Despicable Me and the Minions and everything. Yeah. And it's, a spe- it's, a spe- it's it really just strikes me as, like, Despicable Me, the holiday... Yeah, that's 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 probably uh, pretty accurate. Episode, Christmas you know, special, the Christmas special of Despicable Me. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see a minion somewhere in the background. Right. Um. Yeah. But so that. Uh. And then there's the girl in the spider's web. Yeah, I have no interest in this whatsoever. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I mean, I watched. Uh, I watched two of the ones that were, was it Swedish? Like, what? what is the original ones? Um, yeah, I think it's Swedish. I, I think it's Swedish. Let's say Swedish at least. We'll get corrections or we won't because nobody's listening. Right. Um, but then I watched the one with Melanie LaPaz and uh, James Bond. And it was all right. Um, it was definitely like torture porn. It was Swedish. Um, and now this one actually takes place beyond like even the book series. So I think they're just trying to hook a bunch of people who read the books. And the books are actually horrible. I don't know, understand why people... They're awfully translated. They're not good. It's not good storytelling. Okay. I don't quite understand this. But, then again, you know, obviously they're making money. Yeah. We'll see how it does. Um... I think I think the Grinch might be the pick for the week. Oh, definitely by far. Or because that's I'm sorry, it's family movies around the holidays. Right. I think the biggest trouble with choosing the Grinch will be it's going to be so expensive. You will have to figure out what to fill up the rest of your bracket with. Right. Yep. Um. Because I don't think a lot of people will see Girl in the Spider Web. I mean, I think a fair amount. I think it's probably make its budget them a little bit over. Um. The other thing coming out that week, Overlord. Yeah, it is a horror movie that's taking. It's coming out after Halloween. Right. It's. It's got to be trash. Just absolute awful. It's awful. a J.J. Abrams movie. I I understand there might be a twist or something, but I've seen the trailers. I've seen at least two or three. I trailers. think the twist is that it's a horror movie. I I think that twist is a bad twist. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, because if they were just advertising it as like a war movie then I think it would be a surprise that it is a zombie movie essentially I think is what it boils down to like it's basically just uh, what is it like Wolfenstein and all of those right. Call of Duty zombie versions and yeah like it's just it's just basically they're trying to take a video game concept and turn it into a movie that just doesn't work out well and so because it's being released you know, two weeks after the Halloween season, I think that it's going to be absolutely horrible and just bomb. I, I mean, I bet you it'll probably make its budget because it's got to be cheap. Right. But I just don't think that it's... It, it can't be good, otherwise it would have been released a month ago. Right. Um, I don't know. I wonder how much it'll be for the the uh, fantasy movie league. 
Like that's that's what I think now when I when I look at like these these secondary movies that are like, you know, they're not going to do as good. It's like, is it going to be worth picking up to fill my bracket? Yeah, I mean, I think you just have to figure out like, oh, what's out there that people are going to watch instead of what's new this week. Like, what didn't do well last week that a few extra people might see this week. Um, but yeah, and uh, also coming out that week is Front Runner. Yeah, um, and that's um, Wolverine is. I can't remember who. Yeah, I, I I actually can't recall any details about this. Um. Let's see here. Gary Hart, former senator of Colorado, uh, becomes the front runner for a Democratic presidential nomination in 1987. Okay. It's a. Uh, Biographical movie. Okay. Yeah, I move out to Colorado and everything starts taking place out here. Uh, like, <laughs> South Park suddenly takes place in Colorado. Right. Suddenly. Suddenly. It's wild. But yeah, it's got uh, it's got Wolverine and Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, um, Hugh Jackman is just trying to, you know, branch out and do things that aren't as taxing on him or his body. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I don't know. It might, it might make some money, but I, I think yeah. it's going to be the crowd that wants to go and see Hugh Jackman. It's true. Uh, in the following week, we've got Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah, that's the one to invest money in. They're going to they're gonna break that up into three days. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It'll be a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday release. Um, but yeah, um, Becca's all right. All like, we got to see that opening day. So. Oh yeah, it's it's going to be spoiled to crap. If you are trying to avoid spoilers. I guess. Um, yeah, that's that's a movie you have to see opening weekend. Uh, there's also Instant Family, which uh, has Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it Marky Mark and uh, Mark Wahlberg and Jennifer Gardner? Uh, no. Um, Rose, Rose Byrne. Yes. That's it. Rose Byrne. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they become foster parents, and so it's, it's gonna be yeah. Funny. It's it's a family comedy, so that you know that will get the people who aren't interested in Fantastic Beasts. That way, they can take the whole family and see a movie. You know. Right, I don't know. I, uh, I, I don't think it'll do well that week. Like if it if it came out on the ninth, like I think it'd be better than if it comes out against Fantastic Beasts. Oh yeah, that's luck of the draw. I mean, it's not going to do great. Fantastic Beasts is definitely going to roll that box office, but I think there's going to be at least enough families out there that aren't interested in Harry Potter or interested in seeing that with their family. And right. They will more likely go see that or the Grinch for that week. Right. Uh, and then there's Widows. Uh, have you seen the trailer for this? I saw it before, I, like Venom, I think. I, I, I mean, I'm sure it was playing when I went and saw Venom, but <laughs> I, I don't actually recall it. Um, it's like uh, 
women who's uh, like her husband gets killed for like something having to do with like the 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 mob or something. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's starring like Liam Neeson and all kinds of other people too. But they're all killed off in the first act. Yeah, and then it's their their wives doing a the a heist. heist. And, yep. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting concept. That is an interesting concept. Um, I'm kind of surprised that this isn't like a Mother's Day release. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is like one of those things you take mom to see, like the whole breaking in. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, those those kinds of movies. Um, but uh, but I don't know. I mean, it it doesn't look bad. It just I think it's going to be washed out by all the other. Yeah, I, I don't know when it would do particularly well though. That's how yeah, I feel. It's. Um, It's just parked here for some reason. They didn't want to hold it off until closer to the summer of next year, I guess. All right. Um, but, oh well. I, I think that if it's cheap enough, it might be worth a bet. Right. But in I, general, I think that it's just it doesn't stand a chance against The Grinch, Fantastic Beasts, and Instant Family. Right. All right, so that's that's kind of the movies that are coming out over the next couple weeks. Um, so, uh, should we jump into what we've been watching? Sure. Um, let's see here. Are you, are you current on South Park? I am. I, I watched, at least, uh, I watched Scooties. I yeah. Was. Yeah, that was the last uh, episode. I, I thought it was, I, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was funny. Yeah. Do, do they have those things there? Um, not here where I currently live, but they definitely have them all over, uh, Denver. They're, they're all over the place out there. Like, uh, I think Nashville actually, like, like, enacted legislation against them. Yeah, a lot of places are because they are causing a lot of trouble to pedestrians, not to mention, you know, people who have to use wheelchairs or crutches right. or are visually impaired. You know, it's it's causing a lot of issues those ways, too. Um, and I just, I also don't understand, like, like they're not charging stations, so obviously the battery's going to run out at some random time. So they, they pay people to pick them up, charge them, and drop them back off. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and I'm sure they can go and pick them up from, like, They've got, like, GPS and everything on them. Mm -hmm. So they can go pick them up if they're, like, out in the middle of the boonies and nobody's going to use it and drop them back off to, like, the middle of the city or something. But uh, I just don't know. I, I don't understand, like, just... I've seen those bike stations, and those bike stations just make more sense to me. Yeah. I mean, start making it so they're, like, electric, ex uh, electric assist bikes, too, you know, like, for people who can't pedal as well. Yeah. You know, I just, I'm surprised that the scooters are a thing that people are doing. Right. I mean... They're probably cheaper, though. Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm sure it's one of those things that, like, they can get lost, stolen, or broken, and it just costs them a couple hundred dollars to replace. Yeah. But, but I don't know. That episode yeah, was pretty... It, I thought it was a good episode of South Park. Yeah, I, I think this season's been interesting. Uh, it's, it's definitely been different than the last couple seasons, which have been, like, story-based. 
and yeah. this goes back to the this, way it's, it's been. I, I really think they're just focusing on like whatever's happening that week, and you know, just trying to put a like interesting spin on it. So, and that's I, that's I, how I prefer my South Park. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I've been watching. Have you watched any more? I feel bad. You know what? We haven't. We've been watching a lot of other stuff recently. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm still watching that. It's it's still pretty good. Uh, Becca yeah, says the, she doesn't like it as well as I do, but I like it a the, lot. The, the few episodes I've seen, I've enjoyed. I've watched two or three episodes. Um, still watching The Good Doctor. Uh, are you current on The Good Place? We are not. We are a couple episodes behind. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Um... But we we I've enjoyed the season so far. So wait, what was the last episode you watched? Um, how did it end? With them opening the door to the afterlife. Okay, I was I was wanting to make sure you'd at least seen that part. I mean, it's because I'm watching it via Hulu, and that's kind of spoiled because that's the, that's the, the picture that's above the. <laughs> The thing, it's like them looking into a door, into the afterlife. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of shitty of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I like The Good Place. It's, it's a good show. It's it's still entertaining. I'm very impressed, because I really didn't think they can do it beyond the first season, so. Yeah. You know. They've obviously got a game plan. I'm, I'm willing to go along with the ride. And they're they're on Earth now, so they're they're bringing in new characters, which are cool. They are, they are, yeah. It's it's all good. It's all good. It's an interesting way to tell it. Although I think I really do think that they're going to be wrapping it up soon. I mean, I don't see them getting six seasons out of this. Right. I, I think that like maybe one or two more seasons, and that's the end of the story arc. I I guess. I think um, they could reboot it by having Michael actually in the good place and you get a new cast of people that he's trying to um, rehabilitate. Okay. I think that's a way they can keep it going, like bring in a new cast. And it's like, you were bad people on Earth. And well, I get to... You'll, you'll see the next episode, and the next episode will, will tell you where they're going for at least the rest of the season. Okay, got it. So, yeah. Um, let's see here. I've been watching... I've been trying to catch up on Doctor Who. And by trying, I mean I'll watch an episode here or there. But I'm I'm still in the middle of Capaldi. Yeah, I, I eventually am going to slog through that. But I'm, I just haven't been looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in the new Doctor Who, so I'm... I feel like yeah. I gotta watch the I rest of it. But I can't watch the new Doctor until I've caught up on Capaldi episodes. Yeah, and I also kind of feel as though I have to watch all of them because I watched—I don't know—probably four or five episodes of it. So I feel as though I have to go back and rewatch those too. But he's not terrible. Um, he's not no, my he's favorite not Doctor. Terrible. I just don't like him. And it's not the whole, like, you know, oh, everybody dislikes the new Doctor when it comes out. No, I, I thought Matt Smith was really good. That's coming off of Tenet. Yeah. I, I enjoyed him a whole lot. And I enjoyed Eccleston. And then I enjoyed Tenet a lot. You know, I just, 
it's not the whole it's a new doctor so so it's just I don't like the whole character they're building with Capulti. All right. Um what have you been watching TV wise? Uh TV wise, we just started watching Insecure, which is an HBO original series. Oh yeah. Um we've watched two episodes of it. We like it so far. Um uh, it's good. It's good. I do feel as though I am not like black enough to truly enjoy it to the level that I'm supposed to. Okay. But it is good. It is really funny. It's entertaining. It's really well written. Um, a lot of good characters so far. Uh, and I mean, I think they just started or just finished their third or fourth season. So. Yeah. So it's definitely a, it's it's stuck around. So I, I'm willing to watch it for a bit more. Sarah really likes it. Um, I watched another episode of uh, Dimension 404, which is, you know, Black Mirror, uh, Twilight Zone S. Yeah, you were talking about that last time. Yeah, it was starring Patton Oswalt, and it was about, like, 3D movies. And oh, okay. It was, it was funny and interesting, and uh, but I haven't gone back to it. I just haven't had time to sit down and do. Okay. Uh, what about movies we're watching? Um, let's see here. You watched Fargo last night, you said? Yeah, I watched, uh, I watched Fargo last night. And you hadn't seen that? Friends, and I, I had not. That is one of those things that, even though I'm really big into movies, I'd never seen it. I was aware of it. I'm aware, uh, I was aware of the plot. I was aware of things that happened into it. I was aware of the characters. Um, I'd probably seen snippets of it. Yeah over years but I've never sat down and watched the movies and it is it is excellent it still stands the test of time um, it is just a really good story it's really good writing character development um, the Coen brothers are really really talented at taking a scene and it should not be funny it should not be like something you laugh out loud but they will set up a joke that will pay off like during a character's death or during an awful thing, and it just makes you laugh. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't know. It's just a really good story. I I do know they've started making a television series here recently. Yeah, they're on season um, three. Yeah, and I mean, but it's a it's a like American Horror Story where it's a it's a different cast each season. Yeah. yeah. And it's also funny because as I was watching the movie, I was really surprised because basically none of it takes place actually in Fargo. Yeah. The very opening scene, that's it. That's the only scene that takes place in Fargo. The rest of the movie takes place in Brainerd and in the Twin Cities. Um, But I don't know. Me and Sarah, we were talking like we were from that area. (laughs) And we couldn't stop. It was kind of strange, uh, but we really enjoyed it. Uh, oh, oh, geez, it was a good movie. Yeah, uh, <laughs> don't you know? Don't you know? It's uh, it was it was uh, thoroughly entertaining. I uh, I was I was not expecting to enjoy it as much as what I did. You know. And you've offended our one listener from that area of the country. Yeah, they can't be offended. Oh yeah, that's probably true. They're like, oh, okay, I, I, I hear your input. I like that you have an opinion. Yeah, I'm hearing you. Yeah, we have an accent. We, we all sound alike, don't we? Yeah. 
jeez. I, I know it's funny. Yeah. But just the the level of writing in Fargo is just excellent. It is. Uh, it is highly recommended. I mean, I think it's on the top like one thousand and one movies you see before you die. Like it's always at the top of the list. It won a lot of awards. Uh, it's got William H Macy. Um, it's got uh, what? What's her name? Uh, it, is it Andy McDowell? No, not Andy McDowell. No, it's uh, something like that. Uh, it's, it's the person that plays Marge, the the sheriff. Yeah. I can't think of her name at the moment. McDermott. It's McDermott, I think. Frances McDormand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. And she's really good in it. And it's got Steve Buscemi. He's excellent. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's a solid it's a solid movie. It's definitely worth picking up. Mm-hmm. May have to give that another watch. Make Becca watch it. Watch. Like Sarah, Sarah had seen it like when it originally came out years and years ago, and she was interested in rewatching it, and she was laughing out, and you know, it's just it's just one of those things. Like it's it's just such good writing. The it just really stands the test of time. Okay. Um, I I watched The Incredible Stew. Yeah. Did you not see it when it came out originally? No. I never went and saw it in the theaters. Well, what did you think? Um, it was pretty good. I liked it. I, I think the whole Jack-Jack uh, raccoon scene is the best. Yes. It is the top part of the whole movie. It is thoroughly entertaining. It is just laughing out. You hurt a little bit. Uh, I saw it originally in theaters by myself, and then like the next week I took my family to see it. And during that scene, I just watched my kid's face. <laughs> just to watch them laugh. They were just laughing so hard. They got a big kick out of it. Um, I bet you it's not going to be nearly as long before we get the sequel to that. I bet you, you know, two, three years tops, we will see an Incredibles 3. Yeah. You're probably right. Um, but I watched Hotel Transylvania 3 for the first time, like, through and through. Okay. And I have to say that it undermines the entire plot of the first movie. Um. Okay. Because have you seen have you seen all of the Hotel Transylvania movies? I have. I'm okay. Well, the concept of the first one is that, you know Jonathan a human falls in love with and zings with Mavis, a vampire, right? Like, they zing each other. That's the term they refer to, you know. Sparks fly. Yeah. Just are automatically in love. And the whole concept is you only get one zing. Like, that is your soulmate. It's your one true love forever and eternity. Okay. And the third one, he zings with another woman. And I was expecting the entire time to be like, oh, she's the reincarnated, uh, reincarnated soul of his wife. You know? Oh, okay. No, nope. it's not. It's just a completely new character. But you gotta unrelated. you gotta teach kids that it's okay for dad to move on after your parents get divorced. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but it just—I don't know. It just kind of undermines the entire movie. It was the—it's my least favorite of the of the of the three of them. 
Really? I think that number one and number two are good movies. They're both solid. And number three is just completely just meh. Huh. I really liked it. Because I, I was expecting number two to be awful. Um, but with the introduction of, like, the kid and everything and its, like, entire story arc, it's it's good. It's good storytelling. It's good, uh, interesting. Uh, but with the third one, I mean, it was just completely pointless. So, yeah, we're going to have to disagree on that one. <laughs> All right. Um see here which one do I want to go with uh, I'll watch the Adam Sandler special comedy special and it was really yeah. good it was good it was really good like does he do a lot of singing and everything too it's all singing all singing okay good to know and like I don't know, he did like a tribute to Chris Farley and I like teared up a bit and it was good. Oh, good. So it hit you in the fills and everything. Yep. Good. Um, talking about hitting in the fills, uh, I watched Infinity Wars with Sarah. Okay. So we're just one shy of being caught up to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. Um, and I rewatched it, and I still enjoyed it. Um, I still think that, like, this Thor story arc is kind of pointless like him going off and getting his axe I didn't really care about that um, I think I could have used more of like Thanos and Gamora okay um, but yeah it's still it was good it was good it's definitely not a standalone like you can't oh no not at all um, it is a cliffhanger it's the most extreme cliffhanger they've had and yeah, and also I did notice one thing that I didn't notice the original time. Um, there's a this is a little bit of spoiler talk, but there's a scene where Thanos is fighting with Tony Stark, right, like towards the end. Mm -hmm. And Tony just you know gives it his all, and he you know actually you know hits Thanos a couple of times, gets some solid hits, but Thanos you know ultimately just you know beats the shit out of him and nearly right. kills him. And he says, and for that reason, like, because of your heroicism, for that reason, I'm going to spare uh, half, of, uh, half of the Earth. And, okay. You know, he hopes that they remember him for it. And when you actually think about it, like, the sheer concept of deleting half of the universe, statistically speaking, entire civilizations, entire species had to have been eradicated, you know? Okay, yeah. Because if it's, if it's literally just like you just take an entire list of everybody in the universe and cut it in half, like there's entire galaxies that would just be wiped out. And so that's why so many heroes from Earth survive. Okay. It's, you know, it literally could have been all of humanity could have been wiped out. But because of how Stark had fought, Thanos had like an idea in the back of his head. It's like, okay, you have proven humanity worthy of continuing on in the universe. I will spare half of humanity, half of the planet. Huh. And that's why some of those characters just didn't die out. That's why we got like a, uh, you know, 
we got closer to a 50-50 wrap-up of the people on the planet. And hmm. so that was good. I did not notice that watching that first through, uh, through the first time. And so that explains why so many people survived the battle and, you know, will set up the salvation at the end. Um, hmm. Okay. But yeah, it was definitely still good the second time around. I, it wasn't one of those instances where it's like, I enjoyed it less. I, I enjoyed it just as much. What did Sarah think? Uh, she liked it. She read the Infinity Gauntlet like oh, a yeah. few months ago. That's right. And so she was expecting that. She was expecting Adam Warlock to show up and a bunch of stuff like that. And I was like, no. And I also took, because she also hated the um, the whole concept of like it being a tribute to death. Um, so she liked how they handled Thanos better in this. Okay. Um, but yeah. And so, you know, I'm looking forward to part two. Yeah, I think we all are. I'm looking forward to the Ms. Marvel movie, you know. Or not Ms. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Ms. Marvel's a different character. Um, let's see here. Are we ready to move on to my movie? Yeah, sure. Uh, I watched Sorry to Bother You, which um, I didn't know a whole lot about going in. And it was... I watched it by myself, like, late at night. And... Yeah, it's starring, like, Danny Glover and... I can't remember the main actor's name. Um... Yeah, I can't either. I'll look it up here. As, um... Uh... Lakeith Stanfield is the main actor. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't really know much of the. It's got uh, Terry Crews is like his uncle. Oh, really? Nice. Um, is his character named Terry? No. Okay. Well, most of the stuff it is. Right. <laughs> uh, but um. It's. Do you know anything about this movie? Well, uh, the only thing I know about it is that he is a black telemarketer or something along those lines. Yep. And he discovers that if he uses his white voice, he starts going up in the world. Yep. Because um, people think that he's white, and therefore he can actually get a even foothold. Yeah. So there's uh, there's that, and he starts moving up. And it becomes like, how much is he willing to sell out? And um, and then it gets really fucked up. <laughs> okay, good to know. Like, well, the only movie I can really compare it to would be like, I I don't know, like, from Dust to Dawn, where it goes from, like. Western movie to vampire movie all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah, like Western heist movie to suddenly, oh, there's vampires. Yep. That's what the movie's actually about. Yep. That's, okay. that's what happens in this movie. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> Does he, is it like in Being John Malkovich? Does he become white? Uh, no. Okay, okay. 
it's not and you become Asian. <laughs> it's it's such a weird thing. <laughs> um, but the movie's pretty good. It's it's pretty funny. It's uh, Becca Becca woke up because I was watching it by myself late at night, and then Becca woke up and saw like the point where it gets really fucked up, and she's like, "What the fuck is this?" And goes back to sleep. So Becca will tell you that the movie's terrible. Um, but okay, good. So you need the whole. You need the full picture to truly enjoy it. Yes, but okay, it's good. pretty good. I mean, it didn't do great box office wise, but movies like that don't usually do right. But it's really hard to advertise them. Right. Right. So that that kind of wraps up what I've been watching. Does that do it for you? Yeah, yeah. That's 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 all I've really been watching. All right, so let's wrap up the show. Yeah, sure. Um, as always, you can find us at Media Monday Show at Facebook. And MediaMondayShow.com. Yeah. And uh, you can email us at uh, MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. And, and uh, try to look us up on the Fantasy Movie League. Yeah. Uh, Media Monday Show is our league, and the password is Gino, G-E-N-O. All right, so um, I guess we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye.